Welcome to the December 26th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 26, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 26, beginning in verse 1. As snow in summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the fool's back. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. He who sends a message by a hand of a fool cuts off his own feet and drinks violence. Like the legs of the lame that hang limp is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like one who binds a stone in a sling is he who gives honor to a fool. Like a thorn that goes into the hand of a drunkard is a proverb in the mouth of fools. The great God who formed everything gives the fool his hire and the transgressor his wages. As a dog returns to his own vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The lazy man says, There is a lion in the road. A fierce lion is in the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so does the lazy man on his bed. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. He who passes by and meddles in a quarrel, not his own, is like one who takes a dog by the ears, like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death, is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Where there is no wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tail-bearer, strife ceases. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tail-bearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Fervent lips with a wicked heart are like earthenware covered with silver dross. He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself. When he speaks kindly, do not believe him, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Though his hatred is covered with deceit, his wickedness will be revealed before the assembly. 
Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and he who rolls a stone will have it roll back on him. A lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Well, I'd like to welcome you again from sunny Florida. It is the day after Christmas. I hope you had an opportunity to uh, listen to our Christmas broadcast on Friday the 23rd. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, and I welcome you to this podcast today. Today I'm going to take a quick look at verse 3, and verse 3 says, A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the fool's back. If you look at the first part of that verse, it's a whip for the horse. And horses are much bigger than we are, so if you want to control them, a lot of times they have like a little whip, and you can whip them into doing what you want them to do. And the same thing with verse 2 is a bridle for the donkey. And a bridle, you stick it inside the donkey's mouth, and as you use the um, the reins, you can make it go either to the right or left. And the third line of this first verse is a rod for the fool's back. And what they're telling us here is that a fool really doesn't have any motivation to do what is right. Okay, so a fool, you kind of have to try to treat him as you would a beast such as a donkey or a horse. It's hard to get them to do common sense. Friends, I'm going to continue with our study in the book of Exodus, and today we're going to be looking at chapter 12. And chapter 12 is a great Um, chapter of the Bible. Here we're talking about the Passover and the institution of the Passover. And it's important to me that I go over this because I know um, this is a Jewish tradition. And a matter of fact, I will talk about that a little bit later, that this Passover is still in effect today. So we are going to read chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons. According to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, 
roasted in fire, with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Do not eat it raw, nor boiled at all with water, but roasted in fire, its head with its legs and its entrails. You shall let none of it remain until morning, and what remains of it until morning you shall burn with fire, and thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it as a feast by an everlasting ordinance. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the first day you shall remove leaven from your houses. For whoever eats leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that person shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation, and on the seventh day there shall be a holy convocation for you. No manner of work shall be done on them, but that which everyone must eat. That only may be prepared by you. So you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread, for on this same day I will have brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore you shall observe this day throughout your generations as an everlasting ordinance. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the twenty-first day of the month at evening. For seven days no leaven shall be found in your houses, since whoever eats what is leavened, that same person shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a stranger or a native of the land. You shall eat nothing leavened in all your dwellings. You shall eat unleavened bread. So let's take a look at some of the things that the instructions were given to the Jewish people. Okay, at this time, these are the Israelites. They were known as Hebrews. Today, we consider this the Jewish people. So the first thing is, they are going to have to kill either a small lamb or a small goat. And if your family is too small to have a lamb, then you are to go to your neighbor and share one with them. The second thing is that these cannot be boiled 
but they actually have to be over an open fire, which is pretty clear to me. And one of the things I really get out of this is that God is a God of order. There is no confusion in these instructions. He's very clear as to exactly what you have to do in order to prepare for this Passover meal. And the third thing I'd like to point out is that when you prepare this meal, that you need to have your belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And then he's very clear, what you have to do is take some of the blood that comes from the dead animal and you're to put it on the doorposts of your house. Because when God is going to come, and this is called the death angel, So basically, God sends a death angel, and he's going to go to every house in the land of Egypt. But if he sees that there is blood on the doorpost, then he's going to pass over that particular house. So in other words, he is going to differentiate between the house of an Egyptian and the house of of an Israelite. But what he says here is very clear. He is going to kill the firstborn of all the way to the top, the Pharaoh and all of his officials, every family in the land of Egypt, as well as the firstborn of all the animals. And it says, I believe in the next chapter, is that there was not a single house in Egypt that was not affected by this particular plague. So you can only imagine how anxious they are to get rid of the Israelites once this death angel comes and the firstborn of every house is killed. One other thing that I would like to bring up is that you need to be prepared because they did not know when the Egyptians were going to force them out of the land of Egypt. So it basically says, be prepared at any time that you have to have your sandals on your feet, you have to have your belt on your waist, and you had to have your staff in your hand, because at any time they may have to leave. Now, I did want to go over the fact that Passover is still alive and well today in the Jewish tradition. And for this particular year that we're just coming to an end in 2022, the Passover was actually begun on April 15th. That was the first day. And April 23rd, it's actually an eight-day festival. And the first day of this Passover and the last day are both national holidays, but many people take the entire week off. And they have what is called a Seder, and that is a particular meal that is cooked with some traditional type things. It's In a way, it's kind of like our Thanksgiving here in America. This is a segment of the podcast where I have my call for action. 
and I am going to ask that anyone that is willing to do this, do this for the next few days, and that is to do a good deed for either a neighbor or someone at your place of employment or even a family member. And it can be as simple as doing something like opening a door if you go to the grocery store and see someone coming in and just offer to open the door for them. Something simple. Friends, what I want to do is step out of your comfort zone. Try to stop thinking so much about yourself and looking out and being aware of other people and simply being kind to them. The second part of this is suggested scripture reading. I mentioned in last week's podcast when I began this in the first chapter of James, it says that we are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. So I'm really hoping that anyone listening to this podcast will not just listen to it, but will actually apply something they've heard in the podcast and go out of your way to be kind to someone. But in the particular scripture reading, and I know some people only have a time to read maybe one chapter a day. And if you only have time for one chapter today, I ask that you reread in its entirety the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus, which we went over today. If you have time to read a second chapter, I ask that you go to the book of Hebrews and read chapter 11. We know it as the great faith chapter. And if you want to take the time to read a third chapter, I would highly encourage you to revisit our proverb of the day, Proverb 26. It is a wonderful proverb, and there's a lot of insight you can get if you reread it on your own. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, or if you would like to draw closer to God and say, I really would like to have a closer relationship with Him, this is for you as well. Simply repeat after me. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you set such a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all ways, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening to this podcast today would have all of their sins forgiven, past, present, and future. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. By doing that, you have reconciled me to God. Thank you that I am now in right standing with God. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I ask that you come in and lead me and guide me from this point forward. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Friends, if you repeated that prayer, or if you have any questions at all about anything I went over in this podcast today, please reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Let me know you have taken that step, you've repeated this prayer, or reach out to me on Messenger and ask any questions that you have. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, tomorrow is testimony day. Please do not miss tomorrow. I'll have a special guest on and you will be blessed. Please join me again as we further explore wisdom today.